Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down Boy, you better sit down Fancy, I'm still broke Cross town like Yancey, I will throw They say I'm in a spot they would kill for I could put them in the wheel and they still won't I could probably get a deal with coke If I wasn't rapping about the past back dealing dope Got the offer and it's real low Over one mil and okay, it's still so low Okay, so I'm watching In Hell by Jean-Claude Van Damme By Jean, he's in it, he's the star It's a vehicle the Jean for him Cla The Jean-Claude Van Damme And it's, uh, it's like the premise is like this guy He's in prison and he has to like fight inmates for like the pleasure of the warden right like that's like that's the that's the justification like, for like, watching like 90 like, minutes like, of fight scenes yeah like pleasure well <laughs> oh. there. so He's what precludes this the reason that our hero kyle played by jean oh no kyle, kyle. played by jean-claude van damme <laughs> the reason that he's in prison in the first place is because his wife was home alone because he was out at the job site as some sort of steel workers foreman, uh, it's unclear. Of some some sort. And she she calls him, and she's home alone in her bathrobe and her her lingerie, and mm. she's like, "I hate you, my husband, who's never home. I wish you were home. I love you, and I want to move back home to Louisiana." And he goes, "I because it's Jean Claude Van Damme, and he's French, yeah, even though he's playing he an American named Kyle." He has a very thick French accent. <laughs> well, it's it's like it's like watching. Um, oh God, what's that fucking Disney movie with the bitch that flies in the Victorian dress and her husband's a chimney sweep? Oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, Sam that one husband. dude trying to do a British accent. Not her husband. <laughs> Whatever, that dude trying to do a British accent. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> yes. Horrifying. He's big he giant horse have, teeth. He should have. He he it was not the right. It was perfect, and I, I don't want to hear anything else about it. Back know, to in hell. So yeah, this guy, Jean so Jean Claude Van Damme's on the phone with his wife when there's a home invasion, and the home invader like tackles her, and he's getting he's groping all over, and it's like oh he's gonna rape her. Like this is five minutes into the movie, they're like yeah uh, oh there's a rape occurring. Okay oh okay. Uh, okay and then and then she fights back, uh and he stabs her to death. <laughs> Uh, when the whole time, it's out? intercutting their struggle with Jean-Claude Van Damme screaming on the phone, like, <laughs> like burning rubber through the crowded, this crowded European city, smashing through food stalls, crashing into cars, uh, like, zipping between buses, right? And then he gets there, and there's, like, this, like, like sad, like, string, uh, like... <laughs> piano instrumental that plays like melancholy in the background as he cradles the limp body of his, de his dead wife and then the camera the camera is, we, we have stayed on the same shot for like a minute right of him cradling his dead wife the angle has not changed the camera has not changed hard cut from the piano music to it's hard fucking techno chase music he's running through the streets after the murderer we can't no time to grieve it's time to kill <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this man. is all just the pretense for him being this is the prison. first like five ten minutes of the i didn't even mention the, the midnight film. prison murders that occurred in the very first few minutes of the movie before we even meet kyle because we meet the prison before we meet kyle because okay. the prison is just as much of a character it's as kyle is character all right anyway so it's, it's a much like, better uh, film like than uh, saving Redemption. private ryan you should watch that instead okay Right. Well. It's also very graphic uh, prison rape scenes. Oh yeah, that's oh, sounds... like um, like the American History X. Um, it's not as bad as American History X, but it's you know you don't see one, it. It's uh, stunned me for life because I saw that when I was like, I don't know, twelve. I uh, I think the movie that stunted me for life was when I watched a Serbian film at fifteen. That'll yeah, that'll I sat do in it. my bedroom, watched that on my laptop. It, oh, the movie no. ended, and then my mom was like, we're going to dinner! <laughs> I'm like, ah! Oh, can't wait to sit in an Applebee's oh, with yeah. this playing on loop behind my eyes. Oh, 
life goes on after this film. Ooh, it doesn't feel like it. We should all get together and get really drunk and watch a Serbian film. How about we don't? Yeah, I've seen it. Don't. I don't want to see it again. Well, you know, the whole point of that movie is that you only watch it one time. <laughs> and you never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, come on. Nah. Colin, you need to quit being weird about this, dude. I'd rather watch Sixth Sense. If yeah, we're gonna Colin, watch movies about young boys being tormented, about being stalked on a date. That's yeah, funny. Justin, okay, you were being a little weird this is about cut that from the episode. I'm not. No, it's not. It's not. Fu- it's not. It's not funny when you present it like this. So it's, it should be cut. That's my vote. Anyway, you don't get a vote. I uh, guess. Guess who's editor, bitch? My Come intellectual on. property. I, I need like I need like two more beers to do this episode. Hold All on. All right, hurry up. All this rum in this Ohana punch. Oh no. That's actually not very much rum. There should be more rum. No. They're just cutting down. Yeah. That's fair. Thinking about Bug World a lot. Feel like yeah. I'm trapped there. Feel like I'm never going to get to leave. It's Bug. I feel like I wouldn't want to leave Bug World. You're disgusting. Tyler, have you seen the new Love, Death, and Robots? Have you, do you know about Bug World? I have not watched it yet. You should watch I'm it. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah. Episode yeah. like five. It's called something. Swarm. Yeah. No, it's fucking it's fucking fantastic. And Colin and I have actually been talking about it for a little bit now because of uh, other stuff that we're working on. But um Yeah, no, Bug World is great. I, I want to go to <laughs> Bug World. Disagree. Don't want to live in Bug World. I I could I could live in Bug World. I've had do you know that like I for like years I've been having stress nightmares. And sometimes it's like very personal, like Oh, I went to the deli, but I'm naked. But sometimes it's like I'm in my house and everything's fine, except a giant bug lives here too now. And, and it's like metamorphosis, but meta. But he's your roommate. It's not it's a like roommate. I guess I heard it that like it's my roommate, as opposed to like an invading force, as opposed to like a monster I have to deal with. I did kind of word it like I was like subletting room. Two fifty a month, utilities included. <laughs> and then a um, bug showed up. A yeah, big and, then, bug. and then like a seven foot cockroach is just like, "Hey, I saw your ad." Sorry, so, uh, it's been filled. So, uh, backpacking off of that, uh, to the listeners, I apologize about last week. Uh, I was in a downward downward spiral of uh, feeling nothing but an abyss because of last week's events. Yep. And uh, I just didn't feel like recording an episode. And I didn't want to give you guys a shitty episode. So here we are. I drank enough to where uh, <laughs> I'm accepting that the world is a nightmare. Ugh, it's not reassuring, is it, really? It's no, not. It truly isn't. No, but it's this, so good. <laughs> you know what this world has? Miller Lite. You're goddamn right. I'm, and I'm today's, really first, but... today's first sponsor, Miller Lite. Today's first sponsor, Cirrhosis of the Liver. Miller um, High Life. All right. Miller High Life. So we're, we're, I guess we're going to get started in on it then. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where these three burnt-out brooches attempt to spread a little bit of our resiny truth into the world. My name is Justin St. Peter, and you're going to tear me apart and add me to a horrifying amalgamation of other hosts to my left. Colin Stanley, and I'm a burned-out roach in the other way, because I'm trapped in Bug World, uh, a world from which I'll never escape. To my left. Learn to love it. Uh, my name's Tyler, and off of Colin's rep- recommendation in the last video, I did watch the uh, sex scenes deleted version of Cockpit, and I laughed my ass off for a solid 45 minutes watching it. I would suggest everybody to. I'm a tastemaker. I'm a, I'm a trend setter. Uh, and I'm a trailblazer, and honestly, more people should take my recommendations. And Colin's you're the, the one, one who brought who, all this hot cock on board. He's the one that brought all this hot I'm cock on board. I'm the one who brought all the hot cock on board. It's my fault. So. 30 um, men died in that plane crash. I just, <laughs> I don't want to make light of it. There's, it's based on a real tragedy. My, my favorite part was Is when it? that one guy yeah, said. Yeah, it's when the PLO bitch. hijacked 747. They crashed when he the said, Atlantic Ocean. When he said, oh, bitch, there are there are open seats and it's like look around this plane is 90 percent empty i so my girlfriend and i we watched it together uh, or like half of it at least and the line where the guy goes you mean there were seats open this whole time you bitch you bitch i leaned over to her and i said just like a gay man to complain after he already gets his way 
Like, <laughs> like you already won, and you're going to do an end zone dance because you're annoyed? Fuck off. <laughs> so, um, Barry Minko. Barry Minko. Uh, continuing Polak, on cleaner. with our with the second and final part of Barry Minko. Yeah, the most devious poll in America. Um, last time on Dragon Ball Z, uh, he was 22 years old and um, has committed enough financial crimes for a man thrice his age. He's packing it in. He's like George he's really, Belfort. He's got a, an action-packed career. Pistol he's a He's a fucking go-getter. So uh, where we left off was uh, his crimes came to, came to light and in... Don't you hate it when on? that happens? Well, they, didn't, you hate just, it when they you... didn't just come to light. They came to light because literally any one person who wasn't Barry fucking Minko looked at his shit. No, but remember like, last oh. episode, people discovered that he was a criminal, and instead of <laughs> reporting it they to anybody, the they are like, well, this guy's clearly going to go down because he's a criminal, so let's just bet against him and not tell yep. anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, I mean, uh, you know, you take the profitable option. Hey, I just don't you guys see how the profit incentive motivates people to act ethically in a in a given system? Exactly, capitalism Always. works. Always no problems. <laughs> so, uh, January nineteen eighty eight, twenty two years old. He and ten other Z best participants were indicted on fifty four counts of racketeering, money laundering, embezzlement, tax evasion, securities fraud, bank fraud, and our favorite crime, mail fraud. Woo! Mail fraud! Dude, come on. Give give every mail carrier a gun. That's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Give, 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 give every mail I, carrier a gun and let them shoot one person on their route a year. If you do that, I you would, will have peace in America. I would trust armed postal workers so much more than I trust cops. I tell you what, yeah. they're not killing dogs, postal workers. No. They no, love no I don't think they would. I don't think they would. Postal workers, because they there's, have a lot of, there's a lot of anti-dog postal worker solidarity propaganda that's been filtered through the mainstream, the lamestream media, okay? A lot of a lot of dogs hate the postman, dogs, yeah, dogs want to play the postman. And then you see, no, the dog you, and the postman no. are conspiring against have, the real enemy, the homeowner, the landlord. I have, seen, I have seen far more videos of dogs that love the postal worker because the postal workers carry around dog treats with them. Yeah. Why because wouldn't you, stupid? Why wouldn't you? You cops stupid, ugly fucking notes, pig. Cops. You bloated fucking bratwurst stuffed into a fucking suit. Just give them a goddamn treat, they'll love you. No, that's their entire existence. Times. It's their entire existence is you feed me, I love you piece of shit I anyway mean, it's kind of how you know the whole human dog thing started to work oh exactly this, this reminded me one of the guys who's running oh for, i don't have to hunt for my food cool you're one of great. the guys who's running for la county sheriff right now um was involved in an incident where he saw a dog shot it eight times hmm. and then when the other deputies who were there with him heard the gunshots they rounded the corner and the guy, the other deputy, the one who's running to be sheriff, started shooting them. He fired sixteen times. Oh, so he mag dumped on them. Yes. The the Oh my god. The, the two or three deputies that were with him, I think they shot between three and eight times total between all of them. Yeah, because typically, because let's let's say he had a standard issue. Uh, what what do cops carry around usually? Glock seventeen. Usually a Glock forty. Or a Glock 40, yeah, sometimes, you know, depending. Um, yeah, depending on what your department Those is. only fire at the most, what, 30 rounds a 20, minute? If you're, if you're 20, 20 to 30, somewhere in there. Well, it's, like, it's 30 if you were to reload. Yeah, exactly. So he literally just fired and continued firing. <laughs> They're animals. They're animals. Top-notch police work. Hey, yep. That's, so that's like like animals. They're afraid of everything, especially things that can hurt them. Yep. Like other cops. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a rescue shelter for cops. They're like, we were gonna put him down. <laughs> He's like old, fifty-five. He's like, please, my pension kicks in soon. I'll split it with you if you adopt me. It's like, well, we can't, we can't, we gotta be careful when we let people adopt this one. We have to tell oh. him he did uh, beat his wife for forty years. 
It is uh, exactly it is exactly like getting a pug. You gotta stay up all night rubbing fucking Vicks vapor rub on their chest because they got sleep. Yeah, apnea. you gotta strap the fucking like the sleep apnea mask. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I I know it's like you know they get a bad rap because you know people say they kill kids all the time, but you know I did adopt an officer, and <laughs> I, you know I really think you know I'm acclimating him. Like he's getting. He's getting used to people now. He's getting he can, better with people now. He doesn't now. shoot anything when uh, there's thunder anymore. Uh, we're like, <laughs> I got him a, a security <laughs> vest to keep him calm. It's a it's a little weighted blanket. Uh, and uh, I give him little treats. I give him his favorite little treats. Uh, I got him a can of Skull the other day. Uh, and a six-pack <laughs> of Butt Heavy. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> so... Back to back to Mr. Minko. Yeah, back back to Minko. So him and his him and his buddies indicted on fifty four counts. That's so many um, counts. Oh, that's a lot for a twenty two year old. Uh, <laughs> he admitted to manipulating the company's stock yeah, and claimed, yeah, it is. and he admitted to it, and he claimed he was forced, forced. By shadowy Just figures in organized crime. More like secretly, white collar boy, Rick. Who secretly <laughs> ran his company to turn it into a Ponzi scheme, which he later admitted was false because, well, if you remember in episode one of the series, uh, he's been doing this shit since the very beginning. So, de- December 14th, he was found guilty on all charges. And uh, March 27, 1989, the court said, in the words of one of my favorite podcasts, Small Town Murder, you, sir, can fuck off 25 years in prison, five years probation, and $26 million in restitution. Oh, wow. All right. U.S. District Court, and I'm the, the reason why I left this in here, because this man's name sure is something. Dick Ran... <laughs> To very, his name is Dick Ran, D I C K R A N, Dick Ran. Dick Dick Ran. Dick Ran is his first name. I don't know why he doesn't shorten that. Called Minko a quote man without a conscience and called Minko's plea for a lighter sentence a joke. From here, Minko, Minko, sorry, I keep pronouncing it wrong because it's M I N K O W. So my brain. Just keep thinking Krakow in your brain. Exactly. So. Uh, Minkow, Mink, fuck me, Minko, served his 25 years in the Federal Correction Institution in Inglewood, California, paid back his restitution, and now works as, funnily enough, a carpet cleaner, and lives in a double-wide trailer in Redwood with his dog, Lucky. Do what you know, man. Alright, and that's the episode. Yeah, totally, that's it. That's all, No, of course, this is exactly what happened to him, I'm sure. Yeah, that's, 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 it's done. No, I believe you, Tyler. No, this is it. No, I'm taking the headphones off. I'm walking away from the desk right now. No. Yeah, we're we're turning the recording off. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, let me turn the lights back on. Yep, all right. Just kidding. 1995, seven and a half years later, after he went through some personal transformations... He became a devout, born-again Christian, and even during his sentence, started his own ministry in prison. He even earned earned a master's degree in divinity from, which you're going to shit when you hear this, Old Friends of the Pod, Liberty University School of Lifelong Learning. Fucking damn it! Fucking Liberty University. Oh, great. Protestant Christians, especially evangelical Christians, they're not people. They are fucking plastic bags with blood inside. Remember that, okay? You cannot be held accountable for anything you do to them. Yep. So, fucking Christ. These people really? have no... It's for for a religion about, like, love and forgiveness and uh, helping each other. They sure do know how to funnel every greedy, selfish, uh, abusive prick that's ever fucking lived uh, through their fucking doors. Like oh, don't you all worry. religions do this. They all protect people that are bad. They I all got one for you, baby. like you know victimize people. They're all predatory. But something about American Christianity, American evangelicalism specifically, fucking Colin, garbage people. All of Colin, them. not you a do good not one. Understand how right you are. I know how right I am because <laughs> because this is going to get much better i know it is the second you said he had a personal transformation my first thought was 
that sounds like fucking backer talk if I've ever he fucking was, heard it. He, he was Jewish. Now he's a devout Christian. Oh, those are the worst too. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I watched this guy. He was he was he did a show before the Seven Hundred Club where he, he he was part of the sect of Messianic Jews, which they're liars. They're Christians, is what they are. They believe Jesus Christ and Messiah, but they pretend like they're Jews because they'll they'll like trot out the Torah every once in a while and they'll wear the payas yeah. and the and the yarmulke. But honestly, all they're doing is like selling you like a product. Like yep. anytime you see any of these guys. Like any con anybody who's like I'm a convert, let me tell you my story. They're selling you something. None anybody of them are real. None of them are genuine. Always. Any any quote unquote religious person who is um, you doing their sermons on a, a syndicated television show. They're just trying to sell you something. Unless yeah, unless you're on you. public access and not selling. Unless anything. you're on public access and not taking donations whatsoever. Yeah, you're selling something. Yeah, like it's at all. It, yeah, and even then, like sometimes you're like, oh, we won't take donations. Like through here but if you come to the church like if you give us if you give us a gift yeah it's really unreal that these fucking well it's, are it's like to uh uh fuck i forgot the name of the dude that even i did the episode on that uh uh uh, uh jim baker yeah jim backer that jim that jim has to, that that can't jim legally can't sell anything anymore he has to get gifts and then he sends you food buckets yeah for the apocalypse i yeah. love send that you, send you these apocalyptic food buckets See, it's and obviously we'll talk more about this kind of stuff but i just love the lengths to which the american legal system will go to avoid punishing these people to to the point where jim backer who's provably defrauded millions of people and mm -hmm. uh, assaulted people and yeah. victimized and, uh, people and uh you know just done all these horrific things profited off these horrific things the most that the american legal system was willing to do was being like okay you can have all your freedoms you can still make money you can still have this obscene income you can still have this position of power oh my god um, colin. but you can't directly sell products anymore colin stop being so right i'm gonna get to that <laughs> literally You're in just the guessing next the whole fucking oh my it's god it's almost like it keeps it, happening exactly so released from prison at the ripe age of 29 years old from starting a $300 million company, scuffing the fuck out of it, and getting sentenced to 25 years, and now getting out 18 years early, Barry was on the upturn yet again. It's a hot... But don't you worry. Hot lean 29. Don't you worry. Old friends of the pod, the Securities and Exchange Commission, banned him from... Colin, take a guess. What did they ban... What did they ban him... Nope. What did they ban him from? The SEC. Uh, holding an officership within a business. Being the president of a public company. There you, there you go. Yep. So what does he do? Right out of prison. <laughs> Vice president of a company. company. First thing he does. Start a company. Write a book. <laughs> well. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. That, all right. That makes. That's also a good move. Jim Baker it's, did that it's too. A solid. Yeah. Solid. Yep. Step write two. a book. Write a book. Um. All proceeds from the book went to repaying his restitution and his $7 million debt from a loan from the Union Bank. I'm going to send a picture of the cover of the book, Justin, if you could read the name of the book for me. And oh, Tyler, happily. Quick, Tyler, this is 1995, right? Uh, this is 1995, correct. So this is the height of, like, evangelical craze. Like, this Correct. is this is right before a lot of them get, start getting taken off the air for, like, threatening violence or, like, uh, yeah. all the and this scandals. And this was right before, like, the Y2K shit, too. Yeah, this, nice. this is, like, this like is before the height it started really, of, like, you know, millennial psych, like, psychosis and evangelicalism. Correct. Justin, evangelicalism. what's the name of the book? Clean Sweep, a story of compromise, corruption, collapse, and comeback. The inside story of the Z-Best scam, one of Wall Street's biggest frauds. By... Barry Minkow. Wow. 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 Yep. What a what a title and subtitle and He's sub subtitle. Bragging sub, about sub, how good how much crime he And committed. if you guys think I didn't immediately order a copy of that from Who? Thrift Books. Okay, thank God. Don't yeah. Nice. No, of course I, I Thrift Books is where I get all my books because they're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They have great prices on book. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead Let's and, and thrift, give them thrift books. Give, we give use them a lot a of your stamp shit for of approval. Show. Yeah, I, 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 I purchased a lot from thrift books. I buy all my books from thrift books because I'm not giving money to the people who originally wrote the book. I'm giving money to a company that just resells books and like, hey, they got good prices. Everything's real cheap. Isn't thrift books sourced through used bookstores? 
Yes. I believe yeah, so. So yes. you're really giving money to local businesses. I got no problems with them. They're they're good peoples. As far as I can and it's tell, gonna, it's out. it's gonna turn out in like five years. Oh, like, oh, a million percent. They're like, actually, Thrift Books was funded by the Patriotism for America PAC, uh, which was actually connected to a series of white nationalist militias, as well as Hobby Lobby in their efforts to smuggle artifacts out of the Middle East and into America, which oh, directly which funded actually, ISIS. Uh, side note: I got a book for both of you guys to read um, called "Them." All right. Oh boy. Which I think I've told you guys about. It was the, it's written by a dude who uh, he went and sought out and interviewed and wrote a book about all of the experience he has with extremists from every type of extremist you could find. Okay. Um, including he was the guy who filmed Alex Jones in the boat. That was him. Are you serious? That was yes. him. In the that was him buddy that's part of the book i don't know i see i don't know this guy this mm, i don't know i don't know anything about it but i am suspicious just usually whenever people are like talking about extremists and they're like let me talk about all kinds of extremists there's usually an agenda so i i will reserve there's judgment, not but I am the suspicious. book the book is the book is very much uh neutral okay he's it's it's much it's it's basically like him just being like well you know why do you think this way to everybody and it's perfect he's great he was actually on uh he was on knowledge fight they oh. brought him on and uh, did an interview with him and he was really good so huh. two years past here um he became the senior pastor at community bible church which sounds like an absolute fucking that's a strip terrible mall. place to be yeah, it's in a strip mall in San Diego. That's a big concrete Diego. building that was either meant to be an office building or uh, the administration yep. building of a prison. Yep, and uh, he seemed to just, like, completely gloss over the fact that he ran a scam company. Like, he just, like, never really... Well, that was before I converted. Yep, exactly. Uh, but... I'm bored again. Oddly enough, oddly enough, in his first sermon, he talked about fraud. Not what you're thinking, though. He tried to disprove Darwin's theory of evolution as a fraud. Look at this guy swinging for the fences, putting on his big boy pants first day, saying, "You know what? I'm I'm just became a Christian six months ago. I guess it's time to show that science is wrong." Like, Colin, he got Colin, he got a master's degree in divinity from Liberty University. Wow, it's that I'm, sounds like a really expensive wad of fucking baby wipes to. Uh, it cost him nothing and us everything. The hairy crevices of this man's shitty ass. It cost him nothing and cost us everything because it is completely taxpayer funded. So, I'm gonna go to Liberty University. I'm gonna get a PhD one of the, in pussy eating. One of the members of his <laughs> congregation would eventually come to Barry Minko with concerns about an Orange County company called. Financial advisory consultants. <laughs> and Barry put his nose to the grindstone, finding out that the company was also a $300 million pyramid scheme. Barry reported them to the authorities like the fucking narc piece of shit he is. Oh, I thought he'd try to get in some of that cash. No, having no loyalty to his criminal friends whatsoever. What a piece of garbage. What happened to fucking Honor Among Thieves, Barry? Uh, so, Barry, ever the entrepreneur, started a for-profit investigative firm called the Fraud Discovery Institute, oh, or the who FDI. Oh, better to catch a crook than a crook. Exactly. Oh, it's this is so stupid. Criminal. I'm so mad. Because here's the thing. This company is going to end up being another fraudulent company. He's going to end up, uh, like, blackmailing or extorting people. Oh, yes. Col Colin, stop being so right. My God. <laughs> so, he targeted, at the time, this was 1995, he started penny. He uh, started targeting penny stock companies, which were the fucking little fish. They were oh, the yeah, easy that's, ones. that was the Jordan Bell. Not a lot of kids. They can't fight back exactly. legally. Exactly. Right? Exactly. They can't fight back legally because they have no ground they have no in capital. saying, like, what we point. do is legit. Like, yeah, everything's they're, they're, fucking made up. Yeah, it's totally unregulated. 
Um, and he soon got articles written about him in Wall Street Journal, Bloom Book. Uh, sorry. He got articles written about him in the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, and was even a regular guest on Your World with Neil Cavuto on Fox News as a fraud expert. A fraud expert? Oh, that's like I fucking Wolfgang Halbig being called a school expert. security expert. It's yeah. one guy called him that, and it's himself. Uh, yep. Also, just feel like it should be mentioned, the fact that, like, uh, this guy is, like, being in the being in Bloomberg, not an achievement, okay? Bloomberg is a rag. Bloomberg is a shit fucking uh, uh, magazine. Don't read Bloomberg. I read Bloomberg sometimes when I want to decrease the amount of brain cell activity, okay? Yeah. It's the it's same like, as, like, drinking a pint of scotch. It's like uh, Ron Watkins, the uh, son of 8 Coon founder. Jim Watkins going on Fox News as a... Oh, what the fuck did they call him? They called him a expert on voting machines yes. after the most yes, recent election because he literally read the owner's manual. Yep. The bar is very low. You like to be called an expert in something. Um, this, and this honestly, shockingly enough for, I hope it's not that shocking for, for listeners. Um, this is also the bar to be an expert witness in a court of law. Like, yep. yeah, it's not you don't need, it's all like, bullshit. nobody needs to like the vetting that happens depending on what you're saying you're an expert in, can be very minimal. Like, sometimes it can be contested, depending on the court and the jurisdiction and who uh, the opposing counsel is. But a lot of times, it's like, this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're crazy, oh, they no usually. Idea. They're very crazy about, like, one specific thing, and that's the thing that people call them to be an expert on. Or they're evil monsters <laughs> and willing to lie about anything. Yep. So... He also gained national attention for the first time when a profile in 60 Minutes aired in August 2006. What another heap of shit. Fucking 60 yeah, Minutes. Fucking 60 Nothing, minutes. Like, 60 Minutes is fun to troll for, like, clips of people saying dumb things, but nobody mm. should take anything they hear in a 60 Minutes seriously. No, because to hear somebody say dumb, say some dumb shit, and then hear the, like, like afterwards have that like little clip exactly like oh wow that that must have been that must have been actually insightful and not pants shittingly dumb because then they cut to commercial yep so don't you worry because highfalutin wall street investors sent him enough money to not only go after the small guys anymore they went after the big fish and he claimed oh like lehman brothers uh uh, Colin, whatever, like, uh, Colin, 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 don't you, The big fish, right? They're talking listen, about the people that are like defrauded, millions of Americans. Oh, you mean like homeless. Lockheed Martin and Raytheon? Yeah. Uh, maker of the RX-9 knife missile? Google, you know, Microsoft uh, at this point in time. It's, 90, it's the 90s, so like... No, uh, no, 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 IBM, no. IBM, like a lot of these companies. So, no, 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 no. Um, and he claimed, Barry Minko claimed, that he uncovered over a billion dollars in fraud... Which is like, listen, man, if all you can do is uncover a billion dollars in fraud from companies whose records are public, you're not really looking into shit, man. Come it's, on. It's I think we have, like I think we have, we have talked about in this podcast at least a billion dollars total. Like, yeah. probably oh, more no, no, than we've that. covered way more than a billion. You, it's you, multi, you, like, tens of billions of dollars at this point. Oh, yeah. You pick five random companies out of the phone book, and you'll probably hit about a billion dollars. Uh, mm -hmm. I think with, I think in this situation, it's not that like, oh, he's reporting a number that's small um, and acting as if it's impressive. I think what's happening here is he's lying, and he's yeah. picking a number that to him sounds impressive but reasonable. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's like, oh, well, a, a billion sounds better than a million. But I can't say it was, like, multi-billion, because then people might really get suspicious that I'm lying. Yep. But, <sighs> old Barry. Old Barry Minko. Polacks everywhere, a bad name, you fuck. Couldn't keep his grubby little fucking hands off making more money. No, of course not. I get it. I'm dollar horny, too. It was found that 
old Barry Minko was shorting the stock of public companies before releasing the FDI report on them <laughs> in reverse of the pump and dump scheme called a short and distort scheme. A short, oh he's my literally, God. He's like, you know what so would work he found, on this? The thing that caught me. He found out about the guys that dis- that investigated his company and shorted him, and he was like, and he was like, that's smart. That sounds like a that sounds like. Why a don't I just do that? Ball. Yeah, that sounds like a spicy meet the ball for me. Hey, forget about it. So, and technically, example, this market manipulation not illegal at the time. No, it is not. It is not. Not illegal. He's not committing a crime do, by doing Colin, this. Colin, we will get to it. We will get to that. <laughs> don't you fucking worry. I love it. I love it. We're like, do you think if people, do you think people purposefully manipulating the market to defraud people should be illegal? And it's like, wow. I guess in like. A hundred years of the stock market existing, we never thought about that. <laughs> oh, wait, we did. We just pretended like it wasn't a prop. <laughs> who doesn't pay their mortgage? Yeah, who doesn't pay their That's, I love that. I love... Who doesn't pay their That's rent? my favorite uh, line from the big short and the thing that, I, that anytime I see, like, a politician like a businessman on TV... Oh, my God, the, Colin, the we'll even get to of, a movie here. We'll even get to a movie here, buddy. <sighs> Is it Network? My One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh my god. You oh have meddled! So, example number one of, of Barry Minko doing this short and distort scheme. Name me a, a, a pyramid scheme. Name I mean, me a pyramid scheme. No, name me name me a pyramid scheme that was big in like the late 90s, early 2000s, oh, and still light. technically uh, is a thing. Party Light Candles. Starts with an H. Herbalife. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, that started in the 90s? Shit, I thought that oh, was yeah. much more recent. I thought it was like a 2000, but I guess yeah, that makes sense. So Herbalife, he accused them of a fucking litany of financial crimes. Which I'm sure they were guilty of. I'm sure that I'm sure they were guilty of, absolutely. And he did in, indeed reveal that the president of the company lied about his past experience as a business owner. Herbalife paid Minkow directly $300,000 in hush money after he released that information and removed all of the accusations from his website and withdrawing all contentions against them, but he still made $50,000 off of shorting their stock. So he made $350,000 dime on Herbalife. That's great. Mm -hmm. Honestly, at this point in time, everything Barry Minkow is doing, despite being personally repulsive, and despite having no spirituality and no soul, as no American Christian can have those things, uh, the fact that he's like defrauding these shithole companies, like these these monsters, I'm very okay yep. with him doing this. This feels good to me. Yeah, for sure. So, um, from here in February 2008, a little while later, uh, he sent a 500-page report to the FCC, the FBI, and the IRS, accusing the company usana of a pyramid scheme and usana which is another like and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna make this statement this is an official worst in the industry phrase now herbalife like like souls like herbalife like where they like where they sell like bullshit financial supplements you know a, pyramid scheme kind a of thing knock off of herbalife like yeah um but USANA fired back with lawsuits of their own. Aha! The volleying begins. On the day this report was released, USANA's stock traded at $61. Okay? And absolutely fucking plummeted to $35 by August. Four months. 50% loss. That's that's pretty staggering. (laughs) This is like that's stag that's staggering, but not enough to get people to like sell. That's yeah, the thing. No. I love this. This is this is like uh, it's like that scene, f- uh, from from fucking uh, Godzilla with Ken Watanabe, where he goes, "Oh, let them let fight." Them fight. <laughs> it's it's like that. Uh, it's because it's just like it's just like what fucking Microsoft was suing Enron into the ground, while at the same time Microsoft was being threatened with uh, antitrust legislation. <laughs> like, and they're like, like, oh, who's gonna who's gonna win in this race? Who's gonna run out of money first? I love it. I this is exciting to me when these big businesses start like fucking each other over instead of oh, the people that oh. normally get fucked over. 
buddy. So, Barry Minko just said, yeah, I'm short in stock. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah I'm doing, I'm it. doing it anyway. What are you going to do? Stop me? And USANA sued him for defamation, which they would go on to drop. Because they have to prove. And then, U- and then U.S. District Court Judge Tina Campbell threw out four or five charges against Minko, saying that USANA's claims violated California's anti-slap laws. Yeah! <laughs> for suing Minko for fair criticism. That's Mink, honestly, uh, yeah. ju- people, people yep, call judge California. Ca- Sorry, go ahead. Yep, uh, uh, judge Campbell also cited two of Minko's points about USANA not refuting claims that their products were overpriced and no better quality than the lower price brands. There you go. You know, people- so like, I like what, I like what he's doing. Yeah. I, I, I do because he's taken down these fucking pyramid schemes I mean, it's, he's not doing it for any good reason. Exa- no. He's not doing it for a good reason. He's doing it for his own personal wealth, which is shitty. He's still doing it. He's like uh, he's like that alternate version of Batman that's Thomas Wayne, right? And he's running around in his blimp shooting people with guns. It's like, I don't like that he's killing people. But he's only killing psychos in costumes who are also killing people. So it doesn't really bother me that much. <laughs> yep. It so out. it's yeah, it's like ah, uh, like <laughs> like so. Uh, it's like he's a serial killer. He only kills billionaires, though. It's like ah, well, can't really. I uh, feel like we shouldn't prosecute it. Like ah, uh, you know, letter of the law, spirit of the law. Like let's think about this, folks. <laughs> so, USANA and Minko, Minko reached an undisclosed settlement, which involved the removal of all USANA content from Minko's websites and YouTube channel. And they also paid $142,510 in legal fees for Minko's uh, attorneys. I love it. I love Minko's like, all right, I'll drop it, but you had to pay me. (laughs) So, yeah, Mm -hmm. he's he's just extorting people. (laughs) Yep, he is literally just extorting people. Oh, man, but but guess what? I don't think at this point in time uh, companies are people yet, so it doesn't – I don't think it counts. Now we're going to get to where he fucked up. Now, probably got too now greedy. We're get there. That's his downfall as he gets too, too greedy. Too money horny, man. Come on. In 2009, he accused Lennar, a major home builder, mm-hmm. of being a Ponzi scheme. In a YouTube video, Minko called Lennar a, quote, financial crime in progress and a, quote, corporate bully. From January 9th, his first claim, to January 22nd, Lennar's stock price dropped from $11.57 a share to $6.55 a share. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot in 12 days. A lot of, yeah, that's, that's a lot of cash. That is, we are laying off half our workforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because we need to, but because we refuse to take pay cuts personally. Um, yeah. But also exactly. because we're hemorrhaging money. Mm-hmm. So... And I'll, I'll get to, I'll, yes, and we'll get to the reason why that happened. Because I do go a little bit in depth as to, to why that happens. So Minko sent his report to a man named Nicholas Marsh, who was a San Diego home developer, surprise, surprise, who then fired off two lawsuits against Lennar. Marsh's filings weirdly sounded a lot like the FDI report. Just, just one a little. Of, one of them was immediately thrown out. And the other ended up with Marsh having to pay Lennar $12 million in counterclaims. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that feels good. So then Lennar counterclaimed again, added Minko as a, depend, uh, as a defendant in a libel and extortion lawsuit. He seemed unconcerned at first until it was revealed that he had recently bought $20,000 worth of stock options after the short hoping that the stock price would bounce back 
He forged documents alleging that misconduct of Lennar and lied about having to go to the ER the night before his testimony sounds like a little Mr. Alex Jones oh, moment I there. Stay, I had to stay in Texas because I was sick. Exactly. Um, I, you know, I'm not feeling... I got a little... I, I might have the novel coronavirus. I, <clears throat> I might have a little um, in touch with the Wuhan and flu. And an unrelated... It was revealed that Minko operated the FDI out of his church and used church donations Ugh. to fund it, which was a violation of the tax-exempt status of the church. Hmm, greasy. It's, mm-hmm. and it's, I just love this shit because it's like every other fucking, like, religious fucking conservative, every, every other religious organization in the country does basically this level of crime. They just make sure that they never directly tie a, uh, a a for-profit organization to their church there, there's yeah. always an extra step a little barrier fucking protection a chain of middlemen to separate them but it's they're doing the exact same thing they're just not sloppy fucking polacks that get caught <laughs> yeah they take the they're not some yeah, fucking dickhead who's pissing in the corner of a circular room okay these people aren't installing screen doors on submarines nope they're not hanging drywall like absolute fucking kings. It's not like they're they not should. calculating how many people it would take to screw in a light bulb. Exactly. So, December twenty seventh, two thousand seventeen, or two thousand seventeen, two thousand ten. I don't know why I even said two thousand seventeen. Let me start that over. December twenty seventh, two thousand ten. District Court Judge Gil Freeman issued a default judgment against Manko. They said, you know what? You are guilty. We're just going to figure out how guilty you are. Guess what he was sentenced to? Oh, boy. Probably um, nothing. Probably no jail time. Probably just a fine. Time served. He was sentenced to pay back Lennar's legal fees. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then in March 2011, after a uh, SEC probe, he announced that he was pleading guilty to one count of insider trading. One count. Not, one not count. tax fraud, which he did commit. Tax fraud, tax evasion, uh, oh. corporate espionage. Uh, <laughs> that I'm same sure day, gonna, I'm sure Tyler's gonna get to the uh, the list of fucking tax uh, list of fucking charges. Christ. Oh, don't you worry. That same day, Minkow resigned as the senior pastor of the Community Bible Church, saying in a letter to his congregation that he was quote no longer qualified to be a pastor. Community no. Bible Church. And, it's so generic. It's like saying local Christian building. Exactly. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out something for you, and if you guys can call back to, uh, to the last episode here. Six weeks before he resigned, $50,000 in checks and cash was stolen from the church in a burglary. Oh, my God. A burglary? Mm-hmm. Int- I, he, I remember he's, he's Mr. Minko must be some sort of soft target, because uh, I know in the past he's been the victim of burglary. Mm-hmm. He was never charged with this. It's almost like he spent seven and a half years of a 25-year sentence in prison for this exact thing. I'm not saying anything. I'm not making any claims here legally, uh, Mr. Minko. But all I'm saying is that... uh, Highly suspect, Mr. Minko. Highly suspect, Mr. Minko. Mr. Minko, you are officially on Podwatch. Can we get some reverb on that? Podwatch. Maybe. Yeah. Give, give me, give me like a really dirty fucking like doom metal riff after it's like, like I don't want it to sound like music. I want it to sound like cars yeah, we'll, crashing, like noise. We'll see what condition I'm in when I add it. Cool. So, uh, March thirtieth, two thousand eleven, he pled guilty to a conspiracy charge, which he faced up to three hundred fifty thousand dollars in fines, five hundred million dollars in restitution. There we go. That's the big one. Instead, if he would have taken it to court, he would have uh, been up against a securities fraud and market manipulation, which would have wound him up with a life sentence. Well, that that is so he took the plea. He took the plea. 
He so smartly took the plea. The Los Angeles Times got a copy of this plea agreement. Shit, it's garbage. Where Minko admitted to issuing his report of Lennar at Mr. Marsh's request, which Marsh had offered to retract the report on Minko's behalf if Lennar paid him in cash and stock. That report forced a bear raid, which reduced the market capitalization of Lennar by $583 million. Minko would have faced 30 years minimum in prison for this. In his pre-sensing evaluation, he was diagnosed with having a personality disorder with antisocial and narcissistic features, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, anxiety disorder, opioid dependence, anabolic steroid abuse, and migraine headaches. Oh man, I ate so many Twinkies, I just had to kill that queer, your honor. You fucking asshole, wow, what a fucking liar. What a a fucking wormy little grub person that's lying. Like, I, I... Just a shitty little man. Just, and honestly, you gotta appreciate just the sheer desperation of, like, I have personality disorder, I'm addicted to dope, I'm addicted to steroids, I have a hard time sitting still, I have a hard time focusing, I'm also addicted to dope. <laughs> I... Um, did I say yep. the dope thing already? Did I'm a dope fiend, dope your honor, thing. I can't help myself. Yep. Uh, June I think, 2011. Mr. you're addicted to crime. Yep. June 2011. He was ordered to pay Lennar $583.5 million in damages, which was calculated based off of the bear raid, which reduced their market capitalization of $583 million. Play big boy games, win big boy prizes, buddy. Yep. Less than a month later, in July, it was found that Minko ran FDI on church funds and applied for credit cards in the names of members of his congregation (laughs) and leading members of his church to bad investments. That's shit that Jim Jones did. Jim Jones was pulling fucking financial crimes like that. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. This guy's perfect. I love him. He's, He's a perfect little pearl formed in the the grimacing oyster that is america yep and for that he would also be sentenced to five years in prison after a lengthy investigation in 2014 three years later he would also plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit bank fraud wire fraud defrauding the government and and mail fraud fraud. the best He admitted to embezzling $3 million in donations over a decade and opened bank accounts on the church behalf, forging signatures on checks, using church funds for personal use, and making personal purchases on church credit cards. Which, I'm sorry to let you know this, uh, Community Bible Church, if you don't notice that $3 million is missing... You need a new accountant. Uh, well, that's the problem, is that he was probably the accountant, first of all. No, he was He was a senior pastor. He, yeah, I thought he's in charge of the thing, right? No, he just talks on Sunday. Oh, but he's, like, forging documents the whole time, you have to assume, right? He's, like... It, he's he's got to be, like, running is, a grift on the inside, too. Exactly, but if their accountant can't figure that out, I'm sorry. I don't know what I mean, you can probably you. imagine he's cutting the accountant in. Yeah, or he's doing it, in mean, a, or he's doing it in a way to like he's he's learned the routine. Like that's the thing, right? That this this honestly, and and I do wanna I do wanna say this. Um, big apologies to the Jewish community. This doesn't look good on your part. Uh, and we do share. No, 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 no. Whatever you're gonna say, whatever you're gonna say. No, nope, cut this. We're gonna fucking yeah, we're cutting this. That's for sure getting cut. It doesn't look. It's really bad. It is really bad that he's doing this okay. level of financial crimes and getting caught. Like, come on, and because you he's know he's a Christian now. He's a Christian. But you now. know he that's that's Christian. but that's that's what these like fucking animals, these degenerate savages in these Christian churches will say. When they're like, well, he was not a real Christian. He was a convert. Like that's 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 the fucking argument. It's like he was not he was not a true believer. It wasn't he wasn't part of the faith uh, because he was a convert. Uh, meanwhile, 
these fucking slug people do that shit all the time. Yep. Um, he was also found to uh, have concealed $890,000 in income and $250,000 in taxes from the IRS. To personalize the victims here. Oh, here we go. Now, stole now we can see money the from, people he's hurt. From the church. A woman gave him $300,000, which would have gone to raising her granddaughter. And a widower who Barry promised to open a hospital in Sudan with his $75,000. I'm going to open a hospital in Sudan. And For $75,000. Yep, seventy-five grand. I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna open a hospital. A, yeah. a Sudanese hospital. <laughs> April two thousand fourteen, he was hospital. sentenced. <laughs> April two thousand fourteen, he was sentenced to another five years and a additional three point four million dollars in restitution. June six, twenty nineteen. Barry Minko walked out of prison yet again. Dead of COVID. He's been quiet no, since then. No, he's just around. Okay. Oh, damn it. Damn, yeah, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, he was in a but, body bag. But, nope. but, 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 that was pre-COVID. He's selling masks. Before, before his 2011 conviction, production began on a movie about Minko's life called Minko, and was partially funded by donations from his congregation. Minko insisted on playing the middle-aged version of himself. Production was canceled when he was indicted and sentenced to prison. And the name of the movie was changed to Con Man. Obviously with a much different ending than originally planned. The movie stars Justin Baldoni as young Barry Minko. And stars such as wrestler Bill Goldberg and even Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill. And I would suggest you all watch it because Barry Minko does act in that movie as himself. I'm not shitting you. So it's, uh, I I did want to Google this before and check. Uh, when did when did he start production on this movie? This movie, the production technically started in 2011, like right before he got convicted, and then it got scrapped right when he got um, right when he got convicted, and then it started production again with a entirely different storyline. Like they they started it, they kept the beginning sequence the same. Yeah, but then they flipped it. Okay. The reason I asked is because in 2010, the documentary Chasing Madoff came out. Yeah. Because it's, he's literally like, oh, they made a documentary. I could make a movie about this instead. Oh, don't you worry. Earlier, earlier this year in 2022, a three-part docuseries came out called King of the Con, where Minko himself is interviewed. And I always like to end my episodes on a quote from the man himself, or woman. Um, so I'm going to end this episode with a quote from Barry Mako from this 2022 docuseries, which is on Discovery Plus, called King of the Con. Quote, in my mind, I'm thinking we have to fund these somehow. So I'll borrow from the church and pay it back. Borrow it from the church and pay it back. It wasn't like the church was running a Ponzi scheme. It was me lying to myself saying, I'm uncovering a billion dollars worth of fraud. So in my mind, I could do any evil I want, so it doesn't matter because I'm doing good. Oh I my think god, I it's think like he's, a serial killer's allowance. He's also lying yeah. in that. I think he's also lying yep. in that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's going, because here's the thing. If he never got caught, he would have never thought what he did was wrong. I'm sure he doesn't Never. think what he did was wrong now. That's the thing. No. Like, these guys, and I think we talked about it last episode. And, Justin, you're exactly right. That serial killer allowances. These guys, and, and it's, it is the same impulse. No, I'll let as, myself stalk this lady. Yeah, it's, well, it's like, okay, well, she, uh, you know what? She wasn't paying attention uh, when she pulled into her neighborhood that I was following her. So, if she didn't notice me, well, then clearly she deserves it. 
Um, but it's exactly. it is, uh, so obviously it's the system of allowances, but it's that same compulsion. It's that same, and it's also that same lie. Because I'm sure, like he's lying when he says this. He's lying when he when he talks about his thought process there. But I think he's also lying to himself in retrospect. He is trying to convince himself of this in the same way that serial killers try to con- try to like convince themselves of their yeah. own narrative lies to and he's yeah to be better interviewees. Basically. Exactly, and he's he's convincing himself still from the aspect of the born-again Christian. Yeah, well, because he uses that, like, do you, that is definitely, like, you know, you see a portion of that in, I went to prison, I was a criminal, but I, I'm going to let myself, it's, it's both a justification for other people to trust him, but also an internal justification for him where yeah. in moments if me, he, where he does feel guilt, he can say, well, I'm actually, I was forgiven, so it's okay. Let me pull up another, like, let me pull up that, all right, here we go. Here's, let me read, like, one more quote. Okay. This is from the 2022 docuseries. Quote, I was secretly addicted to drugs, Oxycontin and Vicodin, living a double life uncovering fraud for the FBI and the FCC, (laughs) by day and by night, commingling funds to support it all, lying and really committing the worst of all possible sins. Which is when you're a pastor and violate a position of trust. That's worse than murder. Oh, this is exactly like John Wayne Gacy and Ted Bundy pretending they're cops. That's exactly yep. what that is. And I would I would highly suggest everybody to go watch the movie Con Man because it is phenomenal. If you like like the big short Wolf of Wall Street, if you like movies like that, you'll fucking love it. It's great. And then from there, watch that docuseries. Okay. Don't pay for it. Just fucking watch it. Find a way it. to pirate it. <laughs> yeah, find a way to pirate it because fuck all these streaming services. Now, honestly, yeah. Like, just homogenous. We complain about monoculturing all the time, and they're literally monoculturing media. So, can't wait. For yeah. That so to, fuck them. To pan out the way it's supposed to, and in, in the yep. regular so, environment. So uh, yeah, Barry. That's uh, that's that's Barry Minko. Um, what a piece of shit. I, I bet you guys weren't expecting. Well, Colin expected goddamn everything. He fucking brought everything up before I even said it. Like it was like you were like. Well, like, what about this? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> don't worry. It's honestly at this point, it's so frustrating to me personally because it's like you're you're like, oh, Colin's calling it. It's like because every well, fucking it's because time, it's like it's like listening to a Nickelback song. Yeah, it's even though it's, it's a, a formula. Song, it's it's a formula. You're like they're gonna hit the bridge with the key change right here. I know it's gonna fucking happen every time and, and it's i think the thing that's the just the worst about it is like these guys still exist they're still being protected and like the crimes they're doing aren't more elaborate or more intelligent or more effective even they're just as dumb and clumsy and stupid they're just more protected by the government now <laughs> there's just yep. less yeah. transparency and less oversight yep and i know barry manko is uh, currently out of prison and uh, I really hope every day he looks up on Spotify to see uh, new episodes of a podcast made about him. And uh, yeah, you should name if search. You, if he, you're, he sounds like if a guy you're listening, if you're listening to this, Barry Minko, fuck you, Barry Minko. If you got all the way to the end, uh, you're the worst Pollock I've ever heard of. And some yeah, of us because uh, collaborated with Nazis. So there's that. You could have been so cool taking down pyramid schemes, but instead you decided to. Be you could have been the mascot for the podcast, and instead. But we will feed you to the mascot for the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm just going to say that. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You know what? It helps our. If you could get. Mr. Minko, if you could give us a five star. Yeah, you know what? Share this review. on your Twitter or something. If you yeah. made it this far, like, drop us five stars. Mr. Minko, if you want to send us an email episode. and we can read your work experience out on the podcast we'd really love to engage you know what come you know what come on and do an interview fuck you do an interview Miguel. let's go interview him i'll interview him prove you're not a spineless grub yeah yeah well maybe let's say share your side of the story there's the two sides to every story a right one and a wrong one share your side (laughs)
Any hoosers. Yep. That's the episode. Uh, it's the episode. That's the series. Oh yeah. Oh, I love a two-parter. I love a cheeky two-parter ah, from Tyler. Good, good little two-parter. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of meat. It was all it was all meat. It was all just you it's know. All meat and potato. I'm uh mm-hmm. yeah. All meat and potato. I feel like so I've I've got a couple episode ideas twirling around and uh, one of them might make me insane and one of them definitely will. So I'm <laughs> I'm deciding. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Well, thank you once again. Yeah, thanks for, for listening, listening to this week's episode of Worst in the Industry and experiencing this absolute dipshit Polox insanity. Do we have a call to action, Tyler? Um, just be nice to each other. Don't defraud don't listen. people. Don't listen to Polish people. We don't know I'm going to go ahead and say that. Okay, we have no Tyler, idea that, that is totally negated by the fact that you are Polish. Two-thirds yeah, of this podcast two is Polish. Two-thirds of this podcast is Polish. So, um, that's called a Polish... Uh, that's, that's I one do my Polish research. Person. I do my due diligence, okay? Tyler loves double Ds. Due diligence. He, don't we all? We anyway. love due diligence here at uh, Worst in the Industry. Doing homework. Yep every day catch us again next week with another episode yep kisses love you all bye bye Wasn't rapping about the past back, dealing dope. Got the offer and it's real low. Over one mil and it's still low. They all corporate, they all cute in suits. Yeah, on bullshit with all that poop to scoop. My shit going up. I go root to roof. They don't like that. They want mute the truth. They gon' switch sides. They go group to group. They want shoot the shit. Ain't got shit to shoot till I go crazy. Go and get the baby shark and hit him with the do 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 damn. Big boy, you gotta shoot it with two hands. Couple John Doe come through like who's man's. Blue ball, nah, she blew it like two grams. Everyone I lose, abuse the fuse hands. I'm right there on the edge of insanity. Overlooking Vegas, overthinking my vanity. You've been throwing shade, I'm enjoying the canopy. Everybody dies, so I live out of fantasy. Yeah, can I talk my shit now? I was playing two hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. Hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you need to sit the fuck down, yeah. I don't even talk my shit now unless I got a reason. Everybody watching like Netflix got a new season. I'ma get rich, hit the dealership, get the new bands out. Bottom line, 316, like Stone Cold says so. They buried me alive, I was dead broke. I've been living in the no-flex zone. About to make a move, it's an escrow. Cooking in the kitchen, my sauce like magic. My pesto like presto. Off a little bean, that espresso. Little bit of lean, like I'm getting over chest cold. Got no chain, no, I can't chill. A-ball, got me feeling like A-mill. Can't stay still, can't feel off a pain kill. Got the little orange pill, not the day quill. They fake with it, they ain't real. They talk about bricks, but they can't build. I'm frank with it, I'm Jake Jill. I only sold gas, I'm Hank Hill. Tank filled with the propane. It's like a 10K grill, it's a throwaway. They never ask if I'm okay, I'm never okay. Everybody wanna cut, it's a dry vocal. I'm anti-love, anti-social. I'm bipolar, I'm bi-coastal. I might buy one and go postal. Can I talk my shit now? I was playing two-hand touch, fuck it up, it's a hit now. When I hit the road, do a show, hit a lick, then I skip town. Run up in the spot, no dance, and I make them all get down. Boy, you better sit the fuck down.